Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for Children of Dune. I'm your host, Will. Hey, I'm uh, I'm the other one. I'm Steve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Today we got a chapter. That's yeah. That's yes. We got a chapter. Oh boy, do we! Remember how much fun I was having on 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 our Monday episode, and now we are. We were like talking before we well, started recording, and we were just like, "How do we do this? How do we you know it's tackle like thirteen chapter chapters like into the book, right? And now the twin children characters are finally discussing having sex with each other. Of course, it was just bound. It's just a matter of time before this happened. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but this is the book. This is, you know, but it's not even just that. <laughs> that There's is so really more. just. There's so yeah. much more. The rest isn't. The rest isn't like. The rest isn't like is is I can tolerate and I can enjoy and I can enjoy a lot of it, right? It's like we're like we're traveling through time. Like we're like, I'm Doc Brown, Willie. Where we're going, we don't need roads. I'm gonna dress you up like Michael J. Fox. That'd be fun. That'd be fun for me, actually. It'd be fun. I think it would be fun for all of us. Did I tell you I tried to dress up as Biff for Halloween? You tried a couple years ago. <laughs> How did you? Yeah, fail? it was bad. I, <laughs> You're like I just I just look like myself. Yeah. It literally was just me, but with like a Letterman jacket on. <laughs> well, that was you this year. Anyone who heard any of our Halloween coverage this year will just put on a like a British guard jacket, and he's like, "I'm the prince." Were you? You're Prince yeah. Andrew, right? <laughs> Look, it's not mm-hmm. gonna get old. It's a good bit. He was pr- Prince Andrew for <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> I no. Uh, okay. Let's fucking let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about and a lot to digest here. And uh, I'm gonna leave you with the chapter introduction. I did last time. I was bad. So it was you do good. it. Now. It was good. All right. I, you can't stop me from being mean to myself. This is my brand. I talk about this at work all the time. I gotta build a brand. You are wrong. I can alter your mind in many ways. Put some reverb on that and maybe some lightning. <clears throat> a sophisticated human can become primitive. What this really means is that the human's way of life changes. Old values change, become linked to the landscape with its plants and animals. This new existence requires a working knowledge of those multiplex and cross-linked events usually referred to as nature. It requires a measure of respect for the inertial power of within such natural systems. When a human gains this working knowledge and respect, that is called being primitive. The converse, of course, is equally true. The primitive can become sophisticated, but not without accepting dreadful psychological damage. The Leto Commentary After Hark Al-Ada What in the... Fuck yep. is going on here. Nope. You get it. You get it. This called this is being primitive. When old values change. We are primitive. And people start podcasts. This is called being primitive. I'm a little primitive. I like to be a little primitive. I'll like I'll get out there and I'll crack open a it's coconut. It's kind of like part of your brand. Climb a tree, get a coconut. I'll eat it. I'll grab yeah. another one for self-defense. Yeah. And you come and me try to get my coconut, I'll throw this next coconut at you. What that didn't see that coming. Well, that's I don't I don't I don't get anywhere near you. This is you called being primitive. At what point do you become sophisticated? 
Once you start using more than two utensils for a standard dinner meal, right? When you've got like five or six and you've got a salad fork and you've got a, you know, a little cake spoon or, you know, whatever you use to eat cakes, right? Yeah. Cake spoon. (laughs) Essential. (laughs) Yeah. It's like. Never leave home without it. That's a very sophisticated. No one, like. Only the most sophisticated are eating cake with spoons. It's just a, it, and well, just the top and the bottom. Well, there's, no. there's extreme on both sides because yeah. maybe you just have cake and all you're, you have is saying, a spoon. That's a possibility. <laughs> there's too. a difference between, yeah. There's a difference between eating a cake with a spoon and eating with a cake spoon. <laughs> there sure is. That's what you said. Chapter. That's what you said, and I want you to define chapter by chapter. Cake spoon. Nope. Nope. Chapter by chapter. Podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com. So that's Chowder by Chowder Podcast. What is a cake spoon? Find we'll find out. We'll find out next week. Find out. Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of uncomfortable content, but I do want to say right off the top, I got some points, baby. Uh well. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm talking about sand shanties. There is a little song. Uh, is it is it a shanty? Yeah. Is it more of a chant? Is it more of like a it religious... It doesn't matter. It's like a religious chant. Whenever somebody sings a song, I get a point. Or there's points that are given. All right, well, let's hear the song. Here right. I redeem the pledge Here thou I, redeem the- I pour <laughs> sweet water upon thee. Life shall prevail in this windless place. My love, thou shalt live in a palace. The enemy shall fall into emptiness. We travel this path together, which love has traced for thee. Surely well do I show the way, for my love is thy palace. Yeah, you get points for that. Where are you? You get, point, you get points for that. <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah. That's a good song. Get, that's a great song. This is a good song. Put some auto-tune on that, some 808s. You can call me a little Turk. We'll put that old rap on it. I like that they can hang out and just sing songs together. F- Doesn't seem like there's like a lot of there's much of a music scene going on in Arrakis. Which there was. There should be. It's waiting to pop. It's just getting there. It's just about to start. It's boiling. Right? This is like the nineteen. gotta have like a. It's like the nineteen twenties and thirties in North America, right? We got a lot of people who are riding the rails, singing songs about their Ooh. tough times they've had. Maybe they just well, want a sandwich for me, dinner. Describe to me the quintessential Arrakis dive bar, dive punk bar. Oh, you know, it's what, what do you think it's called? The sand hole? The, the sand lot? I love it. You know, that's a good start. The, yeah. There definitely would be one there called the sand lot, but that's more of a sports bar, right? You go in there and they're playing the sand lot. Yeah, sand lot's a sports they're bar. They're playing the sand lot on classic. <laughs> they're playing the sand lot on repeat. All day long. Sometimes they mix it up and they do Sandlot 2, Sandlot 3, Sandlot 4. I think that is real. Maybe even 5, right? But it's like those ones are in regular rotation. But a punk, a punk dive bar. put them bar, up on special occasion. Sandbox with like four X's. That's pretty good. I would call it, I would just go even simpler. I would just call it the beach. How about this? How about this? How about this? Sand. And it's in a basement. Just call it sand. Oh. You want to talk about simple? You want to strip I like it. it. Down. I like it. Yeah. It's 
It's vague. It's vague. It's uh, it's vague, and it's and it's vague. It is vague. You don't know what mm-hmm. you're gonna get. <laughs> you're not gonna. You don't know what you're gonna get when you walk in there. You could be getting a. Well, you be getting you're a, probably getting sand. A, a sand shanty. You probably think you're gonna get sand of some sort. <laughs> Which in turn probably means you're getting spice because all the sand has spice on it. Everything has spice on it. I don't know. There's a uh, there's a there's a there's a dive bar that Steve and I like to frequent every once in a while that has a television uh, behind the bar that seems to be connected to some channel that <laughs> yeah. some mystery channel tr- that that. Some mystery channel that just feeds like old music videos from the seventies all the way to like two thousand two. That's great, or something like that. Good stuff. And nothing else. It's like nonstop. It's nonstop pop pop up video. Is that what it's called back in the day? Yeah, it was a pop up video. Well, pop up video is when right. the facts would pop up and tell you tell you little facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 was like nonstop that, but it's like an old CRT TV. And there's no, there's nothing connected to it. I don't think it's even connected to the wall. I think it's just on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a, its own like ethereal being. I think it has its own consciousness. I've spent hours watching that thing, man. Well, look, I'm just killing time because I don't <laughs> want to get into this, but I, we have to get into. We gotta it. get into. We it. have to because there's so much to talk about. Okay, first, let's get the let's get the 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 awkwardness out of the way. There's a possibility that the Bene Gesserit are trying to manipulate Leto and Ganema uh, into mating so they can produce uh, a Kwisatz Haderach under the control of the Bene yeah. Gesserit. It is spoken of. Yeah. It is spoken of. Let's put that out there. They both aren't into it, thankfully. So we do have that reassurance for now, but yeah, who knows what but Frank Herbert's up to It does get worse. Book. Yeah, it definitely is going to get worse. <laughs> it it gets worse though, because in the very same chapter, they're discussing like, okay, what do we do now? Because we know Aaliyah is becoming a bad guy. We have to do something about it. And we got to see where our paths lay going into the future so that we can ad- uh, address the Aaliyah situation and also save Arrakis and do all the things that they, the Atreides are born to do. So they're like, I know, I've got an idea. Why don't we just channel our parents? Yeah, it's not a good idea. You, Ganema takes on takes on uh, Cheney, and Leto takes on Paul. Yeah, and they essentially cosplay him. Well, it's this weird thing where it's like, are they cosplaying them, or are they aren't they like projecting into the their memories or the past or their they're becoming yeah they're, they're letting they're like their, memories their memories kind of like but like living as them in them and yeah, but it's only working with the information that they have at the moment now with cheney being dead it's i think it's relatively easier to imagine her uh, imagining uh, to imagine ganema channeling uh Chani. but where i get confused is when leto is channeling paul when we're pretty sure it's not guaranteed but we're pretty sure that paul is still alive so how does that work yeah i'm i'm i mean we are we are pretty sure I don't know how that works. I don't. That's that's what I mean. I don't really fully understand. Even if this these do the, does anything they do here have re- repercussions to say Paul and his memories, or is it? Just, I don't. I don't know. This is one of these moments of doing shit where I'm just like, all right, I'm yeah. here for the ride, but like, I don't know what speed we're going at, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> Dude, it's it's crazy to me. They have they're having this like group conversation, like this family moment together. 
where Leto is speaking to Paul, but he's also speaking, but Paul is, Paul is also him. So he's speaking to himself. So they're going back and forth. It's like, it's like Gollum in, uh, uh, two towers, except it's not complete, like insanity. Yeah, evil Go- Gollum's like insane. This seems to be Paul actually informing that Aaliyah has a Baron inside of her head. Pretty much. Exactly. And now the twins have he's this, seen that the in twin- the future already. Uh, do you think he got it from future visions or he can tell currently what's happening? I think it, I think it, he got it from future vision from a while ago because then they start talking about like uh, they start talking about the golden path and the golden path. This is the first mention uh, of the golden path yet. And the golden path, uh, from what I understand, is 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 a huge part of the next few books. I don't really understand what the golden path is. They said it a lot in this chapter. I believe it has something to do with getting to Jakarutu, perhaps? You're correct. And the fact that you don't understand what the Golden Path is, is by design. Because I think from what we're reading here, Leto can't let Ganema know what the Golden Path necessarily is and what it needs to, what needs to happen for it to, for them to follow it. Because if Ganema knows, then it completely changes the golden path and it will destroy everything. Oh man, Ganema's gonna die. But what isn't is she? everything? She's gonna die. Well, and that leads into this other thing, like to continue on this golden path, which Paul believes is is incredibly important, and Jack Rudu's involved here. Uh, to continue on this golden path, one of the twins has to fake their death, but fake their death in a way that convinces the other person that they're actually dead. Uh, that's so fucking confusing. But they know it? Right? Like, how do they... But they don't know it. Why wouldn't they be able to it see it through It has to be so memories? realistic. I... They won't be able to see it through uh, each other's memories, because I don't think Ganema and Leto share memories of each other. Yet. I don't think they can see through each other's eyes. Yeah. This whole chapter too, they're Yet. speaking in their own language. They have like a going crazy ancient dialect that they're speaking in where they're just like, actually, I want to read some of it. Wait, there's some of it. Where, where, where is it here? Let me see if I can find some. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think there was some near the top of this chapter. Um, I know what you're talking about. Oh, here we go. I'm going to recite some of the ancient uh, Ganema and Leto twin dialect here muao piadim dimi hishpash muamkata something like that there's another one waban ke wabunat so this is a podcast with your cadence it definitely comes off <laughs> with your cadence it definitely comes off as hutties muriat muri Bisa Han Solo Duga Chuka. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to speak in ancient language, but it's kind of fun. It's. I mean, is it. La- I mean, we're dumb. So this could actually be like an, a language uh, that exists right now because they have used French. They've spoken French before and then they were like, oh, that's an old ancient language. It's just that's French. true. Oh. And, but I think they called it something. They they called it something weird. They call it like French. <laughs> yeah, fr- like French. They called it ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it is it totally different. French. 
<laughs> it is not the French. I mean, that's what French Canadian is. Oh, snap. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize to Quebec. I enjoy your poutines. All of Quebec. We're not making any friends, are we? <laughs> the universe isn't always real. That's something I wrote down in my notes. I just wrote right. that sentence. So I think I know why the, you you wrote that down. I think it comes down to the golden path. And if they stray away, if they if they know too much about it, uh, it ceases to be because they know too much. But they have to keep doing it. Hmm. But what happens when they find it? Will it cease to be? Well, that's the beauty about the golden path is that <laughs> Look, you got to let go. First rule, golden path is don't ask is questions about the golden path. Okay. Second rule, right? Yeah. I like my lunch delivered at 1 p.m. every day, weekdays. <laughs> Weekends, I like it a little earlier. Third rule <laughs> is don't talk about the golden path. Look, there's a lot of rules <laughs> in any society. <laughs> <laughs> Time to explain all these rules. There's really just two rules here. Just don't talk about the golden path and lunch. <laughs> I like my lunch early on weekends. <laughs> I wrote down Ganima does a possessed dance. How about that? Do you get points yeah, for that? You should uh, get points well, for that. Or do I have Ganima? Should I get points for that? Nah, I already got a point for... Um, I got no. a point for singing a song, but for a dance? No, I mean, like we, we won't actually get points, but I would like... like I feel like we should. We would be nice. But we won't. No. But I like to. I appreciate the dance. So, this is a very, very complex chapter. Uh, but I think the main things to understand here is that Jakarutu is part of this golden path. And they have to get to it through one of them dying and the other one thinking it's real. Yeah. Or sorry, one of them faking their death no. and the other one thinking it's real. Now yeah, we don't yeah, know fake. which one who which one's going to die. My prediction is that it's going to it's be Leto and he's going to act he's gonna die somehow, not accidentally. And then through some chain of events he's gonna turn into a worm and Ganima's gonna die. <laughs> By George, I think he's got I think it. so. I think so. But who's going to be driving the boat here? See, and that's the other thing here is like who actually has agency? Is it Paul that's calling the shots oh, here? Oh, man. Or is it actually. There's so much going on. Is it Leto that's calling the shots? Or is it someone else entirely? Is, like, is, someone is named it possible? Like Yulante, the space ghost. All right. And he's, he's out there. It he, could be a guy just named like Chris. And he's just playing be. PlayStation. And he's just like, eh. he's just locked in this poor kid's head and he's like i have no idea what's going on i don't know how i got here spider-man 2 on ps5 i gotta be at domino's on the weekend i don't work there but i planned a party i planned an event i rented the space out it's not cheap we should rent out domino's and do a podcast in there on father's day yeah now we're talking (laughs) and we'll only invite fathers and sons Except for us. I'm just, I just feel bad for any just like normal guy stuck in the the prescient loop of Leto and Ganima. Yeah. 
<laughs> you could make a whole you could make a whole like side spin off comedy series of like in the Dune universe. Like a Star Trek below deck type in... situation, right? Lower decks. Yeah, but it's it's the but it's... it's all the the former lives. Yeah, it's just like a, yeah, it's just like brain. a couple it's just like a guy who's just trying to live. But he like is yeah. locked in the lettuce spray and he has to deal with all this crazy nonsense the whole time. <laughs> But then it's like, you know, he's balanced it out with family life. Certainly there. And it's heartwarming. Well, it's like, it's kind of like, I'd say it's probably closer to Aqua Teen Teen Hunger Force. I think Aqua Teen Hunger Force mixed with like King of Queens. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Cover it in spice. Throw it on a desert planet. Let's cook it up. My back is getting tight. What is that song? I'm sitting here in traffic. On Queensboro Bridge tonight. Okay. I, I've said it. I don't care because all I want to do. Yeah, what do you want to do? Cash my check and drive right home to you. Look, baby, I've said, I've said it. I've said it before this season, and I'll say it again. This season is going to have the most songs of any season. This is a musical. This whole season's a musical. It's a Broadway. I'm give myself another point there. It's a Broadway. You know production. what? I haven't seen King of Queens in about 20 years, and I still remember the theme song. It's ingrained in you. It is. It is in you, part of your own press. I watch a lot. You probably have your own weird pressings when you sleep, when you travel into fucking King of Queens and see through Kevin James' eyes while he eats a salami sandwich. I mean, my life is kind of like King of Queens, except I don't have my uh, my elderly father living with me yet. That was this thing on that show, right? Kevin James was always like, give me yeah, a salami that sandwich. Was the hey, with another salami sandwich over here. Who made it? Who made all these salami yeah. sandwiches? Not me, but I'm going to eat More them. More or less. Right? Mall cop and coming through. I'll him. take a sandwich. Salami. A... He was a UPS driver. He wasn't a mall cop. <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think of my Kevin James? It's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. It could use some work. I think it's pretty good. Everything everything can use work. You got to always keep putting the work in. You got to work. You got to work, 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 work. Like Britney Spears. I do dress like Kevin Britney James Spears King work, Queens, though. You better work, bitch, she said, Will. And she is working these days. You see her working with those knives? She learned how to juggle. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. <laughs> That's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> She's working on her own version of prescience. There's a lot of different. Uh, I think a lot of I do think when you head, look eh? into the eyes of Britney Spears that you are looking through the past, present, and future all at once. You can you can see like in the center of a black hole. You can see the cosmos. Neil deGrasse Tyson's in there. Oh man, and he's interrupting you while you're talking, talking about like. Stars. <laughs> Who's the old Neil deGrasse Tyson? Carl Urban? No, that's not it. <laughs> Carl. Uh... Oh, you're talking like the the original host of Cosmos? Yeah. I think it's Carl Urban. Oh, I want to say Carl Sagan, but that doesn't. That it doesn't is Carl Sagan. Right. It is Carl Urban, though. <laughs> Carl Urban would almost be pretty as good. good. He can he can be there. He can be there. He's pretty good. He's a, he's pretty good. I don't know what his I don't know what his personal Look, man, I, life is like or his politics or how he is as a person, but you know we'll give him a pass. I've liked to I've liked everything he's been in. Everything. 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 What about the the Hurt Locker? 
Like that was, oh, big fan of the Hurt Locker, especially because he's not in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was in that, was he? That was Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what Dune, Children of Dune is doing to us people? We're respected content creators. Prana Bindu Awareness. How about that? And it's and it's just melting us. Now we're talking about Carl Urban, Carl Sagan, looking into Britney's eyes. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Yes. So let's wrap up here. Yeah, my notes don't make any fucking on the sense. I wish path. I had more to say here. I wrote things down like you're not my real grandmother. Um so I think that, that was, was an email that you were supposed to send. I told <laughs> yeah, you to I was send supposed that. to send that. <laughs> I will have to <laughs> get to that. I wrote funeral murder. We can name a band that. And I wrote Aaliyah's actions have a stinky odor. And there is a whole part where they talk about how Aaliyah has a stink to her now. I thought it was kind of fun. Well, it's because she's it's because Baron Harkonnen's taking the wheel here. <laughs> yeah, now all he's eating is onions. And he does. Yeah, he's eating onions and he's not showering. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm back, baby. More <laughs> Just onions. Ha- onions like hand fruits. More onions. <laughs> Chapter 13. Just walk in. It's like, ugh, smell. I feel bad for uh, for Duncan, who's married to this woman, who's now Baron Harkonnen. Who's also a clone. He just smells onion. Yeah. I feel bad for everyone. I feel bad for like everyone in this story at this point. Except nothing's good. For perhaps Mapes, who got out early. Well, the getting was shout good. Shout out to Mapes. Shout out big shout out to Mapes. A big shout out to Mapes for never getting old and never getting told what to do by the man. Spice. Thank you for listening to today's chapter, everyone. I hope that it made some semblance of sense to you. If you understand it's more than we do and there are things, glaring issues or mistakes that we are wrong here, let us know. You can email us at chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com. Get at us on uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter or on the Instagrams, chapterbychapterpodcast. But for now, have yourselves a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow for Chapter 14 of The Children of Doom.
This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our executive producers, our Gouda Grandmasters over on our Patreon. That's right, we got Big Cheese Daddy, Nicorn, and Hilder. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys like what we do and you want to hear more of Steve and Will just bickering at each other about anything that comes to mind, head over to the Patreon, pick a tier, and get a weekly bonus podcast where we cover everything from ghost stories to true detective and Mistborn, and then everything else in between i think we even have a couple movie commentaries on twin peaks and like evil den stuff pretty crazy thank you again we'll see you tomorrow